When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 302nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are 5-6 and six and getting ready to host the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 8-3 and three and coming off of a, an impressive road victory. 38-31 to 31 over the Indianapolis Colts. Today we're going to look at their season scores, go over their offense, hear from Coach Bruce Arians, then move over to defense, then special teams, and then look at the statistical rankings comparison between the two teams on that will be playing on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Opportunity for the Falcons to legitimize their playoff uh, uh, bid here by going up against the defending Super Bowl champs and posting a victory. Now we'll look at Tampa Bay's uh, scores. They uh, are 8-3. and three. They started the season by beating the Cowboys 31-29 in a thriller on Thursday night. Then they uh, beat the Falcons 48-25. Scores deceiving. Falcons got in that game and then folded up in the fourth quarter. Couple pick sixes there and it got away from them in the fourth quarter. So from the takeaway from that one is they know they can play with them. They got to play four quarters though, not just a couple. So that was your takeaway from the week two matchup. Then the um, the Bucks went on to lose to the Rams. You know, back when the Rams were the Super Bowl uh, winners, uh, you know, and that things have fallen apart out there since this time. But they beat them 34-24. to The Patriots, they won at New England 19-17, to pounded the Dolphins 45-17, to beat the Eagles 28-22, to and then beat the Bears 38-3. to So they went on a little four-game winning streak. And uh, then hit hit the skids here for a little bit. Uh, lost to the Saints. You know, they had problems with the Saints last year, who won the division actually last year and, and not Tampa Bay. Uh, they lost to them 36-27. Then they lost to the Washington football team, 29-19. to Folks were ready to write them off and start throwing the time, kicking dirt on Tom Brady again. Which we know over time that's a bad deal to do. So they, you know, Jets uh, played the Giants on Monday night. You know, got Jason Garrett fired. 30-10 to 10 game. Wasn't real spectacular there. But against the Colts, this was a, um, man, they were down 10. And uh, uh, Leonard Fournette got loose. Rob Gorkowski got loose. And they came back. With a Ronald Jones touchdown and a field goal late to, to win this game 
38 to 31 over a Colts team that have been playing some pretty good football. So it's uh it's a crazy year. Anybody can be anybody. I'm not dismissing the Falcons and the Bucks. Um, just you know that hey, if you're gonna beat them, you're gonna have to play a whole four quarters of football and get after Tom Brady as best you can. And uh, you gotta cover a whole bunch of receivers. And you're gonna have to tackle Leonard Fournette. So it's a it's a challenge, but hey, that's what they're playing for. You know, you're just trying to put together one game here. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you don't get this one, then, you know, next week is off to Carolina. Get that one, then, you know, we, you know the schedule's out. But right now, this has got to be your focus because everything you got on this roster has to be pulling in the same direction just to get the Falcons a shot against the world champs. So, um, offensively, their rushing attack is led by Leonard Fournette. He has 139 carries for 621 yards and seven touchdowns. He had three last week in that Colts game. Ronald Jones, 59 carries for 264 and uh, three touchdowns. They'll probably go with Giovanni Bernard in the return game more, but he's the third back. Uh, uh, they got some injuries in the return game, and he's going to probably have to go back there, according to their coach, Bruce Arians. Well, let's hear from Coach Arians here. He spoke to the Tampa media on Monday. He uh, he discussed uh, their injury situation and uh, how well Leonard Fournette is playing and, and how well he played in the game against the Indianapolis Colts. Head coach Bruce Arians will now begin. First question will come from Rick Shroud. Hey, Bruce, if you could just begin by, as much as you can, updating us on guys like Devin White or Jamel Dean, um, Stinney, any guys you think you'll get back this week, that sort of thing? Yeah, I, I doubt Stinney. Um, we'll see. He's an MRI this morning. Um, Devin, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll limit him Wednesday and Thursday and see what he can do. Um, he did finish the game. It wasn't Devin, but he did finish the game and got it out. Uh, Dean, again, he's a wait-and-see guy, you know, with a bruised shoulder. But, uh, you know, it doesn't look like there's any structural damage. So um, it's just going to be a pain tolerance thing. So um, that's pretty much it. Mike Edwards bruised his knee on that kickoff return tackle. And we'll wait and see on him. Okay. And, um, you know, Leonard Burnett has been such a big part of your offense this year. I mean, you know, he's got almost 1,000 total yards, and I think he's got more catches than Mike Evans. Um, so what what is sort of – I mean, he's played really well. It's good to have him. But what has sort of precipitated that? Are our teams across the league just, you know, going to make you run the football? Like, kind of take us through why you think Lenny has had to be. I think our, our blocking units did a hell of a job. You know, and, and he, he finds a hose. It's a 240-pound back that can run. Um, and then usually he's coming out of the backside of Mike Evans' side. And you know he's getting doubled, so you're going you're to have soft coverage. And uh, those four- and five-yard checkdowns turn into 11 real quick. Uh, and yeah. it breaks a tackle like he did in a two-minute drill and it's 13. So don't force it down the field. You know, so it, um, he's doing a heck of a job in the passing game. It was a nice catch and run on the touchdown. Uh, a really good throw by Tom. And uh, he's just playing at a really high, consistent level. He's doing a good job as a pass protector also. Thanks. All right, that was Coach Bruce Arians of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
They um had a little music kick in there for us from the phone. But Aaron Stinney was the guard who got hurt. Uh, he uh, was replacing Ali Marpet at guard. And uh, he left the game in the first quarter with a knee. So that doesn't sound good for him. And Nick Leverett uh, took his place. It was his first game being active. So, you know, that's the kind of depth they have. Uh, you know, the third string guard goes in. And they don't even give up. Uh, they give up one sack. Uh, and Leonard Fournette's playing well. So he did talk about that. And on the injury report, it's Devin White, the linebacker, cornerback uh, Jamal Dean, and nickelback safety Mike Edwards, the one who did the Falcons in last time around. He's got a knee, and we'll just follow those uh, injuries throughout the week. Good Monday injury report from Coach Arians. So uh, receiving-wise, you know the problems. Antonio Brown, he said something last week about him maybe be making it back for the Falcons. So, uh, you know, but they got it's, they got enough problems even without him. Uh, Chris Godwin leads the team with 67 catches for 806. And Fournette's the check-down guy. He's got 51 for 354, uh, averaging 6.9 a catch. He's got more catches than Mike Evans. So, Coach talked about how Mike's double, and they usually, they usually shoot Leonard Fournette off the backside away from the double team. So, uh, that's pretty crafty right there. Uh, Evans, 50 catches, 695, and 10 touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Brown's got four touchdowns if he makes it back. And Gronkowski had seven for 123 against the Colts and a touchdown. He's got 29 for 378 and four touchdowns. So, I mean, okay, you're Dean Pease, okay? And uh, you can't fool Tom Brady. So, you know, disguising and faking and, you know, all that doesn't work. So, you got to, you know, you're just going to have to play. You got to play. You're going to line up and Defend Gronkowski. I don't know if Deron Harmon's up for that. Maybe Richie Grant can do it, uh, or they'll give him a shot at it. You got to defend Godwin in the slot. Uh, You're going to have to tackle Fournette. And uh, A.J.'s going to have to do it on uh, Mike Evans. So, you know, those are, you know, those are some of the matchups. They don't travel, so, you know, it's on and man. Uh, so, you know, when Mike Evans shows up on AJ's side, you know, he's going to have to deal. When he shows up on Fabian Monroe's side, he's going to have to deal. So, that's what they're dealing with, getting ready for the Buccaneers. And, of course, Brady's having a fine year. Um, touchdowns 30 to interceptions 9. Way better than your 2-1 to ratio. Completing 67.6% of his passes. And uh, been sacked 14 times. Has a passer rating of 103.2. So, you got all those weapons. Tom Brady, a steady line. Maybe you could attack the one guard if uh, Stinney can't, doesn't make it back and Ali Marpet is, is not back. Maybe you could flood uh, a lot of Grady up in there and, and get up in Tom Brady's face like Grady did in the Super Bowl. I'm sure the... Uh, Brady knows who uh, who Grady Jarrett is. No question about it. Go back to the Super Bowl 51 film and see that. One of those players was going to win the MVP that day. Now, 
So there we have it. You got a multifaceted, old-school, traditional offense. They want to throw it down the field. Uh, but, you know, if they don't have it, they can throw it to Luna Fournette and let him just take it down the field his way. Uh, and then when you're worried about all that, then, uh, you know, Chris Godwin's in the slot. And uh, then when you worry about all that, here comes Gronkowski in the red zone. So a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of weapons there to contend with. But, like I said, the Falcons were in that game. Uh, you know, they got behind, got in the game, they fought with him, but then couldn't deliver the knockout blow. So that'll be their challenge. How much they've grown from game two under Arthur Smith, which, you know, was a game they had to play because they looked so bad in the opener. And how, how much better they are now at game 12. So he talks about improving your team, and we're going to get to measure it in this showdown here because we wouldn't even entertain uh, comparing the Week 2 game to the – because these are two different teams now, and I agree with that uh, personnel-wise, injury-wise, and uh, just on their journey-wise. So let's move over to Tampa Bay's defense. Um, you know, I've always – you know, I've been a big – Levante David guy, and he's uh, their second leading tackler with 71 tackles. Uh, Devin White, that'll be big if he can't play because he's uh, he's their leading tackler with 90. And then the young safeties are back there uh, covering up for the secondary that's been beat up all year long. Uh, Murphy Bunning's been out. Dean's been out. Carlton Davis has been out. But uh, safeties have been steady and, and ready. And uh, I like watching these two guys play. Anton Winfield, 53, and Jordan Whitehead, uh, 49. 53 tackles and 49 tackles. So they got the back end. You know, they got the front. You know, you got to deal with Sue and JPP. And Vita Vea's been down again. I need an update on him. We'll get that for you this week. But, uh, you know, the, the story is can you handle that front? Can you block that front? Can you keep Shaquille Barrett off of Matt Ryan? Can you keep Devin White off of Matt Ryan? Uh, JPP, can you keep him off of uh, Matt Ryan? And they got a new guy. Joe Tryon, who, uh, uh, you know, was one of the guys we wrote about and featured during the pre-draft process. He has three sacks. Sue has four. And Shaq Barrett leads the way with 7.5. And uh, overall, the Bucks have 27 sacks. You know, tops in the league is 33 by the Vikings. And there are um, five other teams with uh, 30 or more sacks. I only say that because the Falcons... Or we'll have 15. So there's a lot of teams that have doubled the output on the sack total. Now, the um, be a big out if Mike Mike Edwards can't go. He um, He's their leading interceptor with three. Jamal Dean has two. And Pierre Desir has two uh, also. So that's a pretty, uh, you know, if you can get to the secondary, you can be, you're going to win some routes back there. But like I said, you gotta block them up up front, and you know they're gonna they're gonna jump some of these routes. You've seen teams uh, in the last couple weeks when Matt Ryan starts holding the ball, that means his routes are not open, and that the other team's right there, so he's not gonna throw it. Uh, Had to take off a couple times, or he's got to get to his check down quicker. Um, you know the check down if 
you know, maybe move the check down around a little bit. But, but yeah, he's going to read the defense. And if the guy's not open, that's when he's when he's holding it. He's not holding it because he wants to. So uh, keep an eye on that because you can get – I think you can get these corners, but it's the, you know, conundrum of, you know, can you block these guys long enough to get to the corners. So hopefully they come up with a way to do that. Well, if they don't, you know, it'll be a long day at the bins. If not, it'll be an exciting football game. Either way around, so we're gonna. That's just stuff for you to watch when you are uh, checking out that game. And special teams wise, uh, Pinion's the punter, and uh, man, his numbers all jumbled here, so I, I didn't keep those together. Looks like thirty-seven punts for one thousand five hundred eighty yards, forty-two point seven average, thirty-eight point seven net. So that's good. Um, Looks like he's got a, yeah, we'll just get, give you those, the average and the net, because it's jumbled up there. I didn't do a good job moving it over here. And Suckup's the field goal kicker. He's a, he's a four of five from beyond 50, so uh, he's steady and uh clutch kicker. So, and their return game's kind of jarbled right now. They, they uh, lost the returner, and then Mickens got claimed off the practice practice squad by Jacksonville and faced the Falcons last weekend. So Bruce Ayers is talking about moving Gianni, uh, Giovanni Bernard back there to handle the return. So that situation will be fluid. We'll be sure to uh, ask about the returners when we talk to Marquise Williams on Thursday. He'll have a good line on the return situation by then. Now here uh, we're going to wrap up with the uh, statistical rankings and uh you know for the the you know the 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 crowd that says hey numbers don't matter you know that that's probably because they don't like their numbers so but the numbers do matter they tell you a lot this is this tells you how tough of a game this is going to be for the falcons they will be going against the number one scoring offense 31.5 and the number one passing offense, 305.9. So, and while they're doing that, your pass defense, the Falcons' pass defense is 14th. And uh, at 236.9 per game. And their scoring is 31st, 27.5. So, you know, betting people, the, the line is moving. It was 10, now it's up to 11 and a half. The over and under is 50 and a half. Um, they hit their averages. The over is the way to go here. But let's get back to the numbers and out of the um, amateur gambling uh, arena. So, um, yeah, that's what the, that's the, that's the, the problem that the defense has. They got the number one pass, number one uh, points scoring offense, the number three total offense, 401 yards, point seven. Uh, number 23 in rushing yards, 95.8. But like I said, Fournette had 17 carries for 100 last week. And he's got Ronald Jones coming off the bench. And they can go to Giovanni Bernard. So they're 23rd. That's the one thing that they don't do. That's not in the top 16 offensively is run the ball. So you want to try to take the run away. And I don't even know if they want to run the ball. But, um, yeah, you got to control Fournette and then be ready for a change of pace back. Ronald Jones, 
and um, you know Giovanni Bernard. All of them can catch the ball too. So you know that's a tough, tough order. We'll see. And then uh, net passing yards per game, 305.9 first. And then time of possession. They're 15th in the league, 30 minutes and 39 seconds uh, of, of time. So let's, um, you know, so you got their numbers. And the Falcons' defensive numbers are getting incrementally better here. The pass defense is 14th. That's the best thing they're doing. The uh, run game is 124.9. I mean, a lot of quarterback yards in there. Uh, and then the um, passing yards, uh, total total yards is 361.8. That's 22nd. And points, 27.5. That's 31st, next to last in the league. So, um, you know, the, 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 those are skewed by some of them, you know, the lopsided uh, Dallas game and the – you know the forty-eight that the forty-eight points the Bucks put on them, forty-three that Dallas put on them. So that's why those points are up there. Now, um, the Falcons' offense is gonna have to do a little bit. Uh, they're gonna have to put their best game together. Got have to uh, unlock the Kyle Pitts uh, situation. We um, we blog about that in the Cover Nine at Nine this week. Coach seemed to be getting offended by the questions of how teams are defending him. But, uh, you know, the numbers don't lie. He uh, hasn't had over 62 yards receiving since his, you know, Hall of Fame game of seven catches for 163 against the Dolphins. He blamed everybody for uh, sending him to Canton and writing his uh, acceptance speech after that game. Uh, so, but, but yeah, the fact is he got targeted six times against Jacksonville and caught two of them. Uh, there have been a couple drops sprinkled in there, but, you know, he's going to get that scrutiny, so, you know, take the heat. He's drafted number four overall, so, you know, keep it keep it moving. Now, the um, so they're going to need him. They're going to need everything. Going to need that 108 yards from Corderell Patterson. Going to need some check downs from Mike Davis. Going to need some blocking from Mike Davis, too, to help help out uh, McGarry. Uh, you know, everything we've seen this year, they're going to need it in this game if they plan on winning it. Uh, you know, might even need some Lee Smith in this game. Uh, need a, need some Russell Gage, some Zacchaeus. You know, whatever thing they got, they're going to need it because um, here again, they're going to have uh, – Tampa's got an advantage of, against the offense. Falcons offense is uh, 27th in the league in scoring at 18.1. Um the total offense is 310.526. The net rushing is uh, 30th at 85 a game. Uh, net passing is 19th at 225.5 a game. And then at time of possession, 27, 28, 28 minutes, 40 seconds. So you got the 27th uh, scoring offense going against the 16th ranked scoring defense. And they are, they're giving up 23 a game. But you got the 26th offense going against the 8th ranked total offense de uh, defense. They're giving up 328.5 a game. And then net rushing, you only average 85 a game, and they only give up 81. So if you get that 108 in this game, that's going to be a big one. That's number one in the league. That's the number one run defense in the league. So if that was a real 
Russian attack last week, or if it was smoke and mirrors, um, will it'll be exposed here against the number one run defense? So we'll see. We'll see. They're gonna need that. That would be a big uh, feather in their cap to run the ball on these guys. Then that keeps Tom Brady off the field too. So that's going to be one to really, really watch again this week. That's going to be important. Keeping the run game going against the number one ranked defense in the league. It's probably going to show itself in the game day preview package. Uh, net passing yards, they're 220, Falcons 225.5. And the Bucks give up 247.5. They're 20th. So that's the weak link in this defense, no question about it. You know, like I said, it's, hey, can you get to him? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you figure out a way to do, maybe you max protect and send, you know, a couple people out on the routes. You don't send everybody out. Keep it, keep, you know, and then this win on one side of the field. Um, you know, got to figure out some way to move it on them. And uh, I'm sure that the creative minds at 4,400 Flowery Branch are coming up with some stuff to – Try to attack these guys because this would be a big one if they could pull it off. Now, the turnover differential, the Falcons won that last week 2-1, but they're still 27th in the league at uh, minus 7. And the uh, Bucks are plus 8, which is tied for 5th. So, yeah, they give up yards in the pass game, and they give up some points there, but uh, they take the ball from you, and they stop the run. So that's what the numbers say about these uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So um, hopefully that gets you ready for the game. Um, you can come back and listen to it. The Bowtie Chronicles podcast, our 302nd episode. But for now, we're going to get out of here. hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, getting ready for these uh, championship games. Uh, the Alabama-Georgia game on Saturday is a big one. The SWAC game. Uh Jackson State and Prairie View over there. We're looking forward to that. Celebration Bowl's coming to Atlanta. That's always a good one. Uh, so, yeah, college football season's winding down. Got coaches jumping all over the place. I wonder who's going to go to Notre Dame uh, after uh, Brian Kelly left to go to LSU. We'll see how that shakes out. But for now, we're going to bid adieu from the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. And, um, you know, Falcons, 5-6 and six versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 8-3 and three at 1 p.m. Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You all take care and have a great rest of your week. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.